Welcome back to New Rockstars. What if just showed us that some of our worst villains in the MCU could actually be pretty chill if someone would just take the time to explain to them why their plans are evil. But of course, the flip side of that means that some of our heroes are just one little baby step away from being total monsters. True. Like Peter Quill. Is this guy cursed with a celestial bloodline that had he not met the right friends along his way would have made him just as evil or worse than Thanos? That's what we're talking about today in Rogue Theory. Oh. It's a show where we pitch the wildest theories to the nerdy titles we love. I am Eric um, Voss and going rogue <laughs> with me today is Mastertainment MT. How you doing MT? Dude, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I just saw Chadwick and my heart is just filled with love. I feel good too. Also <laughs> here with us is our very own half human, half celestial, Tommy Bechtold. Hello everyone, hello. What, you don't have a minute to spend on your dear old dad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him winking. You added the wink. His eyes glow. I'd be uh, so concerned if I was Peter. I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> don't wink at me, sir. <laughs> then we have the perfect lady to lead a heist with this crew of misfits, Ooh. Jess Clement. Hello, hello. Did you forget your last name, Eric? Huh? <laughs> at the beginning, you said Eric. Oh, no. Oh, hey, his oh, brain no. is fried, all right? He's been thinking of theories all day. Leave him alone. He's a okay, scroll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's a, He's a scroll. scroll. Oh, God. He's a scroll. I'm sorry. <laughs> he failed the test. Well, let's talk about this. What if episode two, what if T'Challa became a Star Lord, explores the classic nature versus nurture debate, suggesting that T'Challa could positively impact the morality of characters like Thanos and Yondu, Nebula, and more, completely changing their trajectory just by being friends with them. But on the flip side, the final scene suggests that Peter Quill, had he not met the Ravagers or the Guardians, would have met his biological father, Ego, first and might have been more corruptible via his genealogical link. Do we think Peter Quill could be cursed with the blood of a power-hungry celestial? And now, in the live-action MCU, with Gamora not really in his life at the moment, is he destined to turn evil? Evil! Evil is his one and only name. I don't think he's, I don't think he would turn evil, sorry to jump in. No, I don't think he would it. turn evil because it's still Peter Quill. And I think still, so in the timeline that we have right now, right, his, his mother still passed away. So he still has that, like, that beacon of light in his life has gone away. And it was by his dad's hands in the film. So it's just like, I think he'd still have that, that he would be on board and then he still wouldn't understand like corruption and evil when he sees it. And when his dad's trying to blow up the world and take over all the galaxies, I think he could still be like, I don't want to do this. This doesn't seem right. Mom wouldn't like this. And then he'd still inevitably figure out that his dad was the reason why his mom is dead. So I don't think mm -hmm. he's going to be evil, but following like the new live action, what's going on between him and Gamora. I, I don't think I'd still make him turn evil. If that, I don't know. If that, I don't if know. The, the oh, seeds are okay. all there. Peter Quill okay. is a liar. Peter Quill oh. <laughs> is a petulant child. He gets very jealous and he's competitive. Okay. He's willing Richard. to, uh, you know, do duplicitous things to get what he wants. Like, he's not exactly, you know, a, you know, lawful, good character to begin with. So I, okay. I don't know. I feel like he is very corruptible. And we've seen seeds of it mm. in the live action MCU movies. The whole way. I mean, he basically ruined Spider-Man's chance to kill Thanos in Infinity War because of his own selfish <laughs> anger and, and vengeance. So, 
You know, he's a self Would Spider-Man person? have been the one to do it in that case? In my yes. opinion, they would have let the kid be like, kid, you have to do it. I would have you so. want to be part of this well, group, I, no, you I got to snap I don't think it was right. a matter of let. Like I think Spider-Man... <laughs> If you want no, to be part no, of this, I don't, okay, all right. We're all having fun here, but this is serious for me. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even get that out. Tommy, of the Tommy has a new setup, and he truly just has changed completely. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, all business, Tommy. I'm in an office now, so I'm all business. Bechtold, uh, <laughs> and business is a booming, uh, <laughs> and that just means I clogged. That just means I've clogged all three toilets in the office. No, this is the pipes. No, I think I, I think in that situation when they were I forget what the name of the planet they were on was that was losing gravity. Titan. Titan. When they were on Titan, I think uh, I think Spider Man just has the had the power to kill him if they had weakened Thanos. Mm. Spider Man was the one that possessed the strength to actually kill a mad Titan. I don't necessarily think oh, they would okay. make him do it. But I think that any of those plans were interrupted by Peter Quill's complete lack of regard yeah. for teamwork and decision that only he was he was you know, alone the person that needed to do it out of some sort of vengeance, even though every character at that point mm. had a reason to want revenge against Thanos. So. But I think your reasoning is correct, and I think that's why he would not go with his dad's plans, because he's just like, not even in selfish nature, but if the selfish nature is just his emotions taking hold and taking mm. control, his emotions of like, this isn't good, and I'm gonna do something like completely off brand, and I'm gonna stop my dad's plans. Mm. So I think you're still right, and I think I'm more right. Uh, <laughs> well, I love that about it. What's more important this. is that I'm more right. <laughs> I'm more right. We are basing this on the Peter Quill we know right now yes. over the past however many years we've known him about, okay. you know four or five years, mm -hmm. but like Celestials live a long time. Mm -hmm. Thanos is an eternal, they live a long period of time. Mm -hmm. One changes over a couple hundred mm -hmm. years and who knows, uh, uh, Peter Quill yeah. never had a relationship with Gamora. I guess in this case, we're talking about Peter Quill at the end of Endgame, did have friendship with these other people, did have the benefit of this, but mm -hmm. while all of his other friends erode into skeletons over the <laughs> millennia, don't you think that celestial gene is with him mm. that entire time? Is it yeah. possible that could corrupt his mindset? I think okay. that, I don't know, cause like it is Peter Quill. Cause like, if you remember at the, the first scene in Guardians 1, when he's talking to his mom, his mom's like, hey, you got into a fight with the boys again and you got a black eye because the boys were poking a frog with a stick. Like, you're just a good kid. Like, you just really mm. like defending life. And so, like... Or he wanted to put a firecracker in the frog. <laughs> yes. He's like, you didn't myself. give me time. Yes. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it myself. He, he just <sighs> hated the WB frog so much. He's like, oh, welcome to the WB <laughs> this. W, um, w, w, w. <laughs> No, Hello, my uh, baby. Hello, my boom. I, I believe you guys are referring to Michigan J Frog, and uh, that man is Tom, icon. Tommy. I'm gonna jump through this screen and choke you out. <laughs> you continue. But, it's gonna be hard to do America's high five after you've burned your hand with a firecracker. <laughs> but no, like legit. I feel like Peter as a person um, is just a really good kid, and he he likes to defend life or things that are um are being picked on which is i feel like why he punched thanos after he like you know after thanos killed gamora because he was like yo like obviously they were like romantically involved but like he's just like it's just who he is it's like yo you are obviously bigger than gamora and you just killed her you were her father and she trusted you and you just killed her and so like i feel like 
Peter's just a really good person. And, you know, I I just feel like that good. Oh, you can believe that, MT, <laughs> but it's also just as believable that he just views Gamora as his uh mommy. And this is true. His, like in that moment he reached out to her. Mm-hmm. He uh briefly saw her as his mother on her deathbed reaching out to him. This and that love has a total Oedipus connection to it. Like we can I uh, you make your case, I'll make my case. Look, I agree. <laughs> I think Peter Quill's ultimately a good guy. But we gotta we gotta talk about this because Uwatu said this looks like it's going to be the end of the world now that Ego and Quill are together. Now, is he saying that he just wouldn't have had the Guardians to, like, rescue him from that moment of Guardians Volume 2? Or that Peter, without these relationships, would have chosen to just forgive his papa for giving Meredith Quill cancer and said, this is all I have now. Well, and who even knows if he's going to know that? You know what I mean? Like, will Ego be... I mean, Ego could lie to him and there's not a, you know... There's no fallback. He's going to want a connection with somebody mm-hmm. or something. So, you know, mm-hmm. if your father comes into your life out of nowhere when you're <clears> 17 <throat> years old, however old he's supposed to be in the in the what if episode, like, I'm sure that Ego has a long time to lie to him and like kind of basically gaslight him into believing whatever he says and maybe even understanding in quotes why he did what he did. So I don't know. I, I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I think I think Peter Quill is going to be Peter Kill. <laughs> Peter Kill. <laughs> But no, I think a really good question to ask here is, you know, what do we define ego as a typical celestial? Because ego could easily just be a celestial with mental illness. And like, does mental illness run strong in the family? Like, how strong is that mental illness gene if ego is mentally ill? Because we but, sort of but just what like mental illness celestial. are we saying? Is he like is narcissism a mental illness? I mean, like I just feel like he's just, he's just like a sociopath. Like he just uses women. He impregnates he impregnates them, and then he's just like whatever. They're just my tools. They're my pets, like Omni Man, you know. So it's just mm. like eh, it's I. What if that gene? Like, what if Peter could have a mental illness? I, I don't know. I'm just spitball. I'm be, I'm going rogue. Well, here. sociopathy <laughs> isn't uh, isn't. Uh, hereditary, but psychopathy it, is psychopathy. Psycho- they I, believe could, but be I think inherited. he is more of a. He's just a narcissist than anything. Because mm. ego, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's more of a narcissist than he is like a psychopath. I think mm. he's just like I gotta do this. Like this is for me. Mm. Like mm. I need to do this. And so I don't think that would be. But it going back to the original statement. Sorry, mm. uh, <laughs> Peter Kill. I can't get over that. Peter, I, uh, Peter I, it's not to say Star that he's Lord. like still at the end of the. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell I'm talking. We need to make like a bunch of like movie covers of this. Peter Kill, Scar Lord. I think that it's still a Disney franchise, and going forward, it's like he's still like the heart of everything, and he's still not the heart of everything, but he's still just a good boy. He's a good boy, and he'll always find. But I know boy. what if is a reason to be like, what if he is the villain? He could be. Mm-hmm. We don't know, but I still think mm-hmm. he's still gonna realize. I think he has the capability to be either. I think the argument really is nature versus nurture once again. Uh, And I think in this case, I think Peter Quill's nature is good. I agree with everything that's been said. I just think it is possible with the wrong influences in his life, he could become a villainous character. Well, who was he raised by again without um, when his mom passed? Yondu? Well, no, okay, no, stop. Okay, wait, no, like at the beginning of the movie, is it it the first one? He's it's his grandpa. Or his grandpa. Yeah. His grandpa. His so if his grandpa is raising him until he's seventeen, when he or whatever, how old he is, working at the DQ and what if, that's old enough to be at the age where it's like, if he was nurtured, I still think he still have that nurturing being inside of him. It wouldn't be mm. like chaotic. 
but that is also assuming that his grandpa was a nice person. This, I mean, um, his grandpa, we don't know. Yeah, Meredith. we don't know. And we don't know that guy. Nice. This is true. Yeah. This is true. We don't know. Father's going to be pretty terrible. What if? Yeah, yeah. And who knows how sad. much he could have been kind of like a runaway and he just check in to his grandpa That's at the end true. of the day, but really he'd spend all of his time with some creepy teacher. Mm. Oh my god. Oh yeah. What Eric, plot this is this? Sounds oddly specific. What plot is this? <laughs> what are you talking about? Excuse me. But no, Eric? I think this actually raises a, a really good question with Gamora because like obviously like we're Gamora is completely different, but like Gamora, the the Gamora that we have post Endgame hasn't met the Guardians. So like she hasn't had that family influence. So like what type of path is Gamora going to be on because she hasn't had the Nexus event of Guardians 1. So like does she become like, you know, like the the killer that she is in the comics, like this ruthless like bounty hunter woman? Like I don't know. I'm just... I think she's like a realtor on Zeho Beret. She flips houses. Yeah. Look at all this real estate. Well, whatever oh, she is, I hope we get some Gamora of it. Oh my God, Tommy. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. You're fu- get out of that office. I don't have to clog the toilet. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm going to go make some delicious Quaker oats. Quaker oats. Oh. For 150 years, they've been making oats that you can be proud of. Tommy, I'm taking away two rogues from you. Oh, You're no. making up two oh, rogues. No. We're taking away the past rogue bucks that you've gotten. No, please. I'll be good. 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 You'll have a chance to be good, to be good. But uh, but I'll give you back uh, two points for agreeing with my pro- uh, with my proposal that Peter Quill could be evil. So you're yes. back at zero. Uh, yes. MT, you're going to get one point for ah. remind us how Peter Quill saved frogs and gotten fights over it. That's a Yay! detail I forgot about. Frog points. Uh, and then Jessica, uh, I give you one point just for being a good sport. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'll take I'm it. fine with that. I'll take it. You should give get rid of one of Tommy's because he clogged all the toilets. Oh, uh, mm, I already t- I already we'll d- dinged them twice. Yeah, I'll give, yeah, Mario, you get one. Uh, So we've got some more theories about where the collector got all those wonderful toys. But first, a few words from the folks who help us make Rogue Theory. We've been getting a ton of compliments about the latest Obsession shirt inspired by What If That Dropped over at NewXStarsMerch.com. It's a cool, artistic Uatu silhouette, and it comes in three colors. The Cosmic Witness is what his name is here. These go fast. They run out. They're limited edition. Gotta catch them all. By doing this, you're showing your support for new rock stars, and you're getting some great nerdy gear. And you can do this again at newrockstarsmerch.com. Now, we want to thank Faraday for sponsoring this episode. There's still plenty of summer left, and no matter what your plans for this season include, Faraday is here to help. They make the perfect clothes for summer. Faraday is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with a modern design and functionality. They've got the perfect summer clothes that are comfortable and stylish. They fit great. A few members of the New Rockstar staff have really been digging the shirts from Faraday. Why not me? How, how come I'm not a member of the New Rockstar staff? <laughs> who's, who's, who's wearing the shirts? I'm still working from home. My dog's howling. <laughs> I, I don't uh, wear any of the shirts, but I did stitch a bunch together and I wear them as a cape. 
Ooh. I saw that the other day. Very nice. Very majestic. Mm. Let's see. Off-screen producer Zach thinks their plaid shirts make him look more competent in the office. Off-screen producer wants to do some lounging in one of their linen Laguna shirts. Faraday is so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Faraday is giving the Rogue Theory audience 20% off. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code ROGUE at checkout to snag 20% off all your summer gear. That's code ROGUE at Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y, Brand.com for 20% off. We also want to thank Decked.com for sponsoring this episode. One of the true joys of truck ownership is the amount of stuff you can haul around with you at any given time. It makes you want to go to Home Depot and buy a bunch of stuff just because you can. The problem comes in when all that stuff you're hauling is rolling around or out in the elements. That's why you gotta get the DECT drawer system for your truck. DECT makes organizing, accessing, protecting, and securing everything you need so much easier. Each of DECT's true full bed length drawers can carry up to 200 pounds of whatever you got. The drawers roll out waist high, giving you easy access for your stuff. These drawers are weatherproof, protecting your stuff from the elements. Because of the way the system sits in your truck, if your tailgate is locked, you can't open the drawers and all your stuff is secure. The Dex drawer system is 100% made in the USA and backed by a three-year no-hassle warranty with a second-to-none customer service team ready to answer all your questions. Get your Dex drawer system and quit letting your Home Depot haul rattle around by going to Dex.com slash rogue where you'll get free shipping. That's Dex.com slash rogue for free shipping on your Dect drawer system, Dect.com slash rogue. And we also want to thank Upstart for sponsoring this episode. If you're carrying a credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Like when Lady Sith kept kneeing Loki in the groin in a time loop. Upstart mm. can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you are more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash rogue. That's upstart.com slash rogue. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash rogue. All right, back to episode two (laughs) of What If. How did the collector get all of his shit? This episode is set in the year 2008. So at this point in the timeline, Captain America's shield should have been frozen with him in the ice. Mjolnir would probably still be firmly in Thor's hands. And presumably Hela and Korg should still be alive, one would hope. 
Did Tavon kill all these people? Did someone worthy hang Mjolnir up in that rack for him? Or is he worthy? Mm. How did he manage all this? And uh, could these actually be maybe variant weapons taken from alternate timelines? Or are they from this timeline? Ooh. What do you guys think? What's the story behind these? Well, uh, mm. Big Big Daddy Thick Than himself says that uh, <laughs> yes, the collector... Looking, by the way, looking good in that shirt. I was, Ooh, that, was that a Verity yes. shirt that he was wearing in that episode? Because that was, I think so. that fit him perfectly. Uh, <laughs> it must have been Verity, because that's the only quality shirt I know that would fit someone like that. Anyway, <laughs> he said himself that the collector rose to fill the vacuum that was left when Thanos vacated mm. his spot. Now, Thanos, mm. you know, at the MCU, in the movie versions we know, is a very, like, he doesn't think of himself as the bad guy. He thinks he, what he's doing right. is good. So if the vacuum that he leaves is a, you know, is occupied by a person who is more malevolent or like, you know, someone like the collector that just obsessively wants to own things, then yeah, there'd be a lot more murder because Thanos wasn't killing indiscriminately. Thanos was killing with a script, a script that sounds a lot like genocide as is brought up in the episode a lot, but that doesn't mean mm -hmm. that the collector is going to have that same moral code. He might see something he covets and like, you know, maybe uh, maybe he killed Thor. Maybe he just took Mjolnir. Maybe he figured out a way mm. to coerce Thor. Maybe maybe it was some sort of deal in which Thelo Hela was also killed was the same transaction. Maybe he killed mm. Hela and that got him Mjolnir. I don't know. I just mean, but we know that he ha he employs basically Thanos' gang of like mm -hmm. incredibly powerful henchmen and henchwomen so it's like yeah he could just be going around killing and collecting uh, you know artifacts in the universe with way more of a murderous uh drive than thanos ever had thanos was just like thinking i'm the good guy restoring balance or whatever so yeah yeah it stands to believe there's a lot more dead people now because of the collector being in power i like that theory a lot i mean i was thinking about these all independently what an exhaustion! What an exhausting trip that must have been. Mm. But no, you're right. Had he just taken one of these things, the rest probably would have fallen like dominoes. Yeah. I completely, and I hate to say this, agree with Tommy. We're doing our best, but we're harmonizing, it. sweetheart. Come on, sing with me. God, agree. Agree. <laughs> agree. MT, you're late. But, <laughs> you're late. But no, I completely agree. Especially when, <laughs> especially when he was when he brought up basically killing Korg. Um, mm. I was like, oh yeah, he definitely has just gone through and killed everybody because he mm. does have now Thanos is like henchmen. So it's like what's all that he's missing, which we don't know. But he's missing like the stones. He's not going for the stones. He's just pure like strength, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, I was just like, yeah, he must have just done it all. After him like saying like, yeah, I killed Cork, or well, he didn't kill Cork. He was like, I took the arm off of a really chatty Cork, basically. Uh, when he did that, and then having all of those weapons, I was like, yeah, he must have just like in this timeline. Uh, Captain America must have gotten out of the snow or the ice, or he must have taken it from him in the ice. But no, I agree with Tommy full-heartedly. Um, I would love the idea of him going through different timelines and taking it, but I don't think he has the power to do so. I think he's stuck in his timeline. He's just going to every place, collecting everything and stealing everything. Those are really good theories. But I think that obviously, I think Loki might play a role in this because if you think about it, the collector filled the vacuum for Thanos. And so Loki... Mm -hmm probably needed somewhere to go after Thor 1. Like, you know, he's like, hey, I got the cast out of the kingdom. So, like, he's probably going to team up with the Collector. 
And so he's going to be like, hey, man, I know you like collecting. So, like, I'm going to suck up to you and try to get as much cool shit as possible. So he's going to go down to Earth. He's going to take all the stuff and be like, hey, check this out. Check all this stuff. Like, I got my brother's hammer that, like, I don't know, I stabbed him. And, like, now here's his hammer. And, like, here's this cool shield from Earth's history and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I don't know. Maybe he, it, maybe the collector helps him take over uh, Asgard. And, like, they have, like, a deal going on because Thanos and, and Loki had a deal. So, like, I can see that Loki striking a deal with the Collector. And that's how maybe the Collector got the, those daggers that mm-hmm. he had, the, the dark elf daggers and all that uh-huh. related stuff. So, like, I think there has to be some type of deal with Loki. Because as we see in the Loki show, Loki tends to be a Nexus person. Like, a very important part of every yeah. universe. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if Wait, there was some type of connection. That's why I think more reason for Loki to be locked up in one of his cages right now. Because I was like, <laughs> oh. it's also because he's he's different. He's so different. Mm. He's special. And it's like, I want you. And then in this episode, he was like, you have nothing to give me, T'Challa. Like, you are nothing to me. You don't have any superpowers. Why would I keep mm. you here? Dissect him. So I was like, mm. more reason for him. Because it's like, if he got away with killing Hela and he got away with somehow getting the hammer from Thor, he must be some sort of like very powerful in this universe, in this world. I was like, I I, I just think he's going to be killing everyone. I don't think he's really working with anybody, but that's also me. I was like, he's giving off this vibe more of a tyrant. So it's just like, I don't think he's really trying to work with anyone else. Yeah, I think um one of the most important things to look at is that garage. Like he clearly wrecked his own brother's uh palace on Sakaar. Like, so if he could turn on his brother, I think we're just getting evidence he of he went on his own kind of conquering warpath. Well, what, what, what we're, assu- we're assuming that he, he conquered his brother Grandmaster stuff, but what if they're working together? Because they are the elders of the universe and they do work together in the mm-hmm. comics. And this is the Tavon Corporation. So like, mm-hmm. I can see like the Grandmaster being like, hey man, like what if like what if all that stuff that Collector has is from a Grandmaster tournament where all those people fell? Like Thor fell mm-hmm. and like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. Cap got unfrozen early and he fell and like, it would just be really cool to have like all those trinkets from all the dead people from a big like tournament. Um, like probably an mm-hmm. even bigger tournament if- Like a battle? Like a battle planet? <laughs> yeah, like, like a, a big battle, battle world. Yeah, like a like battle, a battle world, world? like that. It would be Did he say Babel dope. or battle? A battle. Like Babel? <laughs> Babel world. I love the movie. Love the movie. Languages. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. So you got Brad Pitt in there. Uh, <laughs> in Ritu's camera work. Yeah. I can't remember who else was in that movie. Yeah, I only remember There was Brad Pitt. a storyline in Japan. I think, that's, I think that's also possible. I just think mm. they're both too big. Narcissist is the word of the day, you guys. Two big narcissists that I think would battle out for like their own stuff. Cause he still was like, this is my world and look at my fighters. And it's like, well, I want one of your fighters' weapons. And it's like, no, you're not getting one of my fighters' weapons because it's mine. <laughs> I think they're boys that like toys. Boys with toys. Boys like toys. Uh, let's see, Tommy, I'm going to give you a point because I, I like your theory. Uh, and MT, I'll give you a point because I like ah. your theory. So Hooray. our point scores are Jessica and Tommy with one, MT with two, but it's anyone's game as we head into Rogue Questions. Okay. So our question this week is, a reboot of Home Alone will premiere on Disney Plus in November and it will feature oh cameos from Macaulay Culkin and uh, Devin Rattray, that's uh, Kevin and Buzz McAllister, making it canonical to the Home Alone cinematic universe. Without <laughs> me giving you any more details about this, I want you to pitch me your modern updated reboot of Home Alone. Exterior. 
Rochester, New York. <laughs> December 23rd. Okay. Oh, my God. 22. <laughs> That's it? The camera. The camera slowly moves inside the house of a two-story middle-class oh neighborhood. God, it's oh, there since 37-year-old Tommy Bechtold uh, with a bunch of presents waiting for the arrival of his family who live in Rochester. Tommy showed up early on a secret flight to surprise them. Now, he has texted them all and they have not responded. And he's wondering why. And it doesn't even say delivered on it. So it's almost as if their phones have been turned off. Smash cut to Aruba. Tommy's family has just arrived at a beautiful island resort where they were planning on going on a vacation and using their green screen technology to trick him into thinking they were in Rochester while he was in Los Angeles. They didn't know he was coming home. It's a reverse Home Alone. It's the story of me being abandoned by my family. It stars me. Uh, It stars that uh, CGI YouTube star from Asia that got signed to CAA. Uh, it's uh, that's not a real person. It's just an AI. Uh, it's okay. it's also starring that uh, French Instagram campaign against alcoholism that just featured that girl that they didn't tell everyone it was an anti-alcoholism campaign, but she was drinking in every post and she went viral as a as an influencer, but she wasn't a real person. It's the three of us uh, and the voice of Police Academy one through five's Michael Winslow, who's having a moment right now. He's doing all of the sound ah. effects in the room. Michael Winslow is in the room with me. And the movie is called Alone Home. Oh, Tommy, I love that pitch. Can we just give Tommy the win for that? No. That's what you call real. quantity was, over quality. If I was in a pitch room, I'd be like, okay. Uh, why are you giving me exteriors and interiors? Okay, I, yeah, I, let me, let, I forgot a couple things. I have robot legs in this, okay? Oh, my legs have been oh. blown off in, in the studio wars. Uh, Warner Brothers and Sony are in a, a, an actual physical war in LA, and I lost my legs in the studio wars doing a one-day co-star on an oh, Adam okay. Sandler movie on the okay, Sony give lot. It to him. My give legs got blown off. off, and now I have robot legs. But, oh my God. A, but human penis. I still have a human penis. That is not oh, take it away. Don't Good give him the point. Know, Don't ladies. give him the point. Robot leg, human penis. More That's endurance. the opposite of what we want. We want a robot penis <laughs> with human legs. But sometimes okay. the legs All get right. tired. You know what? I'm a guy who can take a note. So reverse it. Robot hog, <laughs> human stems. Okay. Give him my point. He can have uh, my We got to cut all this out. I can't, <laughs> I can't have this on the internet. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, my God. It's fine. All right. Who's next? Point. Okay, my my home alone. Okay, it's a Christmas miracle. What is what is home of America Christmas? Uh, baseball. So oh. we have a mix of angels in the outfield, Christmas ah. angels, and then we have home alone, and we call it home run. And mm. uh huh. Oh, um, like the plot that. though is a little iffy, um, because uh, Macaulay Culkin's character is dead and is a ghost oh. in the outfield. Oh, oh so, uh, but he's not an angel; go, he's just a ghost. <laughs> That's what I was implying. He is he's an angel in the outfield. He had a bit of a bad habit on earth and he didn't make it to heaven. So now he's a ghost. <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about Field of Dreams. 
Because does yeah. it feel the dreams? Oh, like it is feel the dreams. It is feel the dreams. That's Kevin Costner. Is banished it? to Earth for a hundred years. <laughs> no, no. Kev- I was thinking of the Kevin Costner one, Angels in the Outfield, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, what no, I'm trying to Kevin Costner feel the, the dreams. dreams. Christopher Lloyd, no, Tony Danza, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are Angels in the Outfield, and Adrian Brody and Matthew no, McConaughey. Okay. That's Everyone's in that movie. Danny it's Glover. a baseball movie with he people gloves. dead in the field, and one of them is Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Listen, so the only home, the only Home Alone reboot I care about is me and Jessica telling our families we're going to be Home Alone together for Christmas next year, oh. and they can all kiss off. That's all I care about. <sighs> all I care is a big bear in a cabin, a nice fire. <laughs> I love this. Give Tommy my point. This Cell is a great Christmas. Off. All yes, right. Tom, I'll give Tommy, Tommy your point. <laughs> and Tommy gets MT's point. Yes. Uh, and Tommy gets another point from me. Uh, and that brings Tommy up to a total of who knows, but you're our winner. <laughs> yes. I haven't, I haven't won in like three years. <laughs> it was the passion. It was the passion you well had behind done, your theories. Daughter. Yeah. It was all that passion. Well, welcome to good. all of you. I love that round. All three of your movies sound pretty damn good to me. Um, but there can only be one winner, and that's Tommy. And that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. I want to thank our guests, uh, Jessica Clemens, Tommy Bechtold, <laughs> and MT. You can support our channel by checking out that uh, new that new Loki-themed merch at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Is this copy old? Might be. We're on a new Disney Plus Marvel show called What If, but we also also have a new what if design that you can check out at new rockstars merch as well follow me at ea boss follow new rockstar subscribe here on youtube and uh, we'll see you next week off the rails off the rails